Welcome back to During Business Hours. My name's Christopher. And I'm Eric. Oh, man. It's been, it feels like forever since we've recorded. I'm just saying. How's everyone doing out there? What is going on in your mundane life? That's nice. I not appreciate much, it. Yeah, not much going on with me compared to you. Oh, God. That's every day. You, you seem to live a very... What's the word? Simple and elegant lifestyle. I cultivate a very simple and drama-free life. Oh, and uh, you, have, you, have, you have family. So. Well, family is not the <laughs> only thing. Family, previous employees. Um, last year, we got hit with a labor complaint from an employee that legitimately, we can say now, has factually screwed the system. Like, fucked up the system. He found a loophole or something. Well, no, he just uh, the California Labor Commission takes employees' words over everything else. Like, not, hey, this kid's on drugs. Hey, this kid's got a history of, of trying to skirt some issues. Uh, he was let go for these reasons. You know, he was with us a long time, and then he got into some shit. Drugs, pills, over-the-counter, Kratom, you know, that he was doing his thing, the Adderall that he was on, 50 milligrams a day. It's insane the amount of times we caught him doing stupid shit and tried to help him that then he goes, makes a complaint, files like a legitimate, I'm resigning for this reason. On the day we told him, hey, you need to come in, you're being fired. It's unfortunate, but we have to let you go. So mm-hmm. come in, we'll get you your final, do everything, paperwork, etc. And the kid hands us what, a uh, demand for severance says he's been underpaid a hundred and something hours. Like what? Yeah. We all, we all said that we laughed it off. Absolutely. You go, we'll, we'll get to tell our story. Cause in 2021, the system was quite fair. Hey, you got a complaint. What's your facts? We have the facts from X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. Now what's your facts? It took them 16 months to say, Hey, we got a complaint. We came by a year ago and asked for the payroll records. 16 months later, they're like, hey, here's your charges. Okay, where, where do I respond? Where do I say, hey, here's the the way this went down. Here's how the kid, here's all the paperwork. They didn't ask for any of that. Oh, they only, we- only asked for the hours. So I give them the hours. Sure, and um, this kid worked previous to 2019. It was 20, into 2018 when minimum wage was 11.50. It changed to 12. Of course, for the first two payroll periods, I didn't pay him 50 cents extra an hour, but he was making commissions and all that stuff, so it didn't matter. It wasn't something anyone discussed when it was discussed. The moment we found out, he was back paid in cash, and we edited the hours. Because it was, what, 50, not even 50 hours? Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, I owe you $25. I'll just pay you cash. $25 cash, here you go. Have a nice time. Then we gave him more to do, started raising his pay. I think we bumped it up to $14 an hour by the end of the year. Mm-hmm. And with commissions, he was making 20 bucks an hour easily. And with his side gigs and shit, he was using our equipment, our computers. He was building his own computers, doing his own things, his own repairs in-house after hours. That was the weird thing because you'd get an alarm notification at like 11 that it was disarmed. And he would always use the wrong code, which is weird. I mean, he'd never use his code. He would always use mine or yours. Um this kid was, he was out there, you know, like super far left liberal and like to the point where there's lizard people, you know, he had that mentality. 
like the, the system is being controlled, burn the system. He had those Ber- Bernie stickers. You remember he was trying to get everyone to vote for Bernie? Yeah. God. He's like, oh, he's going to change the system. Everything's going to be free. Schooling's going to be free. And I'm like, no, it'll never be free. America's built on capitalism. Absolutely. You're going to have so many people fighting you against it. It'll never be free. America doesn't want to be like everybody else, and we all know that. The system is fucked. But still, he was, this is how it is. And then his father being um, in some type of legal analyst field, I was like, oh, you know, well, he's doing a lot of work for you. I'm like, well, yeah, he gets paid for his work. Well, whenever he's outside of the house, his father assumes he's working for me. So that's the fun part. He was dating that girl with Olivia that broke his heart. I don't know. Whatever her you, name you was. remember, yeah. So, uh, God, he went down a spiral after that. Yeah. But point is, kids troubled, so we let him go. We laugh it off. Labor board comes in what three months later? Mm-hmm. Asks for paperwork. Hey, happily, here you go. Here's here's the stuff we have. Okay. Oh, you need something? Here's the email link. Three three employees are owed like eighty three cents, eighty four cents. Yeah. I'm so sorry. There's a. A point zero eight. I don't think anyone's not owed something because there's okay. Eighty three cents is a weird rounding error. Or I don't something, know. You know. I don't know. Whatever it is, the payroll does eighty three cents. I owe three employees. You somehow I owe for a day you worked overtime. That somehow, even though Square won't let you pay out the, the payroll without it being balanced, so it doesn't tell us where you worked that overtime. It just says what six hours overtime. Mm-hmm. You probably worked eight days in a row or something, and like yeah. an extra day. Something Who knows? weird. Yeah. Something weird there. Cool. Owe you some money. Thank you. Here you go. How much would you all assume this one jackass is owed? From our paperwork, he's been paid out everything. Our our, our payroll says everything. Somehow he got paid over his some, uh, personal day allotment. Oh yeah. Well, he got he got basically like a severance. Like, go oh, fuck you. Don't contact us. Here you go. Here's every personal day. We'll restart your personal days. Here you go. Paid those out too. Just get the fuck out of here. I don't care. So somehow they took his paperwork, added in his days that he claimed he worked versus the payroll that says he works. And now adding in his one day off that he, he works for eight weeks in a row, now everything's double time. So he's owed two months of pay on top two fucking months of pay on top what is that $3,400 mm-hmm. you gotta admit that's asinine I don't understand it because all of his numbers are the exact same as mine so I don't know why not that I feel entitled to any extra money but if our we work the same hours same shifts he was an hour later hour later and I was an hour earlier hour earlier and you got paid more and I got paid more but it's still Whatever the error was, even at pay rate, it would still come out to about the same. Okay. You know? Address the error. Tell, tell me how the payroll is different. Fix it. You, okay, we already overpaid him. Here's the severance. Here's mm-hmm. what we did. There has to be a balancing Where's act. the Where's the rebuttal? Where's the uh, no, pr- providing it, of his proof that he supposedly no, gave? There, it, they were like, okay, well, you can file an appeal, get him a lawyer, blah, blah, blah. Paying for a lawyer is more than 3500 bucks. Mm-hmm. So it's a total of like $3,900. In this kid's mind, I could assume he's going to feel like, oh, you know, I'll get paid in a a lump sum. Chris has got it. But me, I, oh, 
know, all my money's spent. I got two options. I could hire a lawyer. Well, I probably got three. I could hire a lawyer, appeal it, or I could just pay it and say, fuck it and move on. Or I could be petty like I like to be. Two options sub to the petty is pay at $3,900, $80 a week for 48 months or 160 a week for 24 months. Now, the director of the labor board is going to call me on Monday, probably when this posts, give me a breakdown of the options because you only gave me two, pay or fight. Only way to fight it is have a lawyer in contact. Mm -hmm. And so there's no civil penalties is what she said because it doesn't look like anything was done maliciously because it wasn't. She's this one jackass. And I asked her when she came in and asked for all the stuff. Is this about this one person who made threats and is, do you need his paperwork? Do you need the facts? Do you need um, any of the information that will breed our case? Oh, it's not about him. It's a informal audit. Like, okay, cool. But tell me what I should do. Who the fuck is messaging? Instagram's blowing you up. So, but back to my point, if they get me to pay, I'm going to tell you right now, I like to be petty. I can be just as petty. Now, $60, or I can tell her, yes, I need three years, three years, 36 months to pay it. 40, no, 40, what was that? Four years, 48 months. I'll need 48 months at $80 mm-hmm. a week. Absolutely. So over the next four years, he's going to get pennies. And he'll Trickling. never, yeah, he'll he'll feel so satisfied, so satisfied. The victory's good until he realizes how long it's going to take to pay that. I could give away all my money tomorrow. You would hold my money. Here you go, Eric. Hold on to this. Absolutely. That sounds like fraud. I would never do that. Here, Eric. Here's a gift of a shit ton of money. Mm. I can mm. borrow later. Now it sounds premeditated. Come on. Nah. There's, there's a million ways. I could spend all my money tomorrow. Yeah, I could probably spend all my money tomorrow on assets that will not yield a return for 36 months. All bills are paid. That's just business. Exactly. I could have you help me spend my money. No, 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 no. Not, now, now it's back See? to fraud. Now implicated. <laughs> no, 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 no. I just, I'm so pissed, man. It's, such, it's so dumb that the labor commissioner would take paper, paper... Handwritten, here's my statement declaration from one very troubled person against a business in business for almost nine years with facts, a paper trail that goes years back to one disgruntled employee who is a pretty shitty person. I also didn't even review all of the accounts of people who worked during exactly. there are only three. people who were only here for a little while. Well, everyone know? else was fine. Yeah. They said, uh, was it Mahadi was fine? But I feel Tiny like they would, been, they would have put it in their report. Fine. None. They did fine. on the email. They did. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So this, these people, everything the was, form. well, they were only working like two months, three months, you know, the turnover over the, that year was high. But they looked at three years of data and they came up with two people owed or owed money, and one fucker with his own personal records did not coincide with the records of the business. So tell me how that's fair. So if you write right now that you worked seven days a week. I don't want to put down that you worked me like a dog 90 hours a week for two years. (laughs) I know, right? You get one lump sum payment. 
But at that point, I'd be like, okay, that's stupidly malicious, yeah, fraudulent. Then I'd get a lawyer. But the only reason that I'm not like immediately getting a lawyer is because it's only thirty five, thirty five hundred. You know what I mean? Do you, Do you want to pay six hundred dollars to? On top to be like, hey, well, no, there's there's a case to fight. So then the appeal, everything would probably be like twenty five hundred bucks, or I accept it and move on, knowing that I will milk this as long as possible. And I think that that is sadistic and fucking amazing. The end. The law, what is it? The cost of living will go up by the time. He is paid in full. The dollar today is worth more than the dollar tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And that just every day for four <sighs> years. That uh that just getting paid me 30, 34, 15 in four years is getting paid twenty seven, you know, twenty even now. Yeah. God. That'd be so funny. I think that's what I'll go do. I'll get the information from her on Monday. If something smells even fishier, then of course I'll probably grab a lawyer. But there's so that there's I don't understand so many shitty people, because what we do is very relaxed. Like I am not a a tyrant when it comes to your hours and your timing. I'm not a complete asshole. Mm-hmm. I would say I'm. There's times where I'm like, no, you're needed, but that's something's needing to be done. But never do I do like you got to work seven days this week, or else, and never do I threaten your job. When you want to take time off. Yeah. I'm pissed about it when all of a sudden somebody's like, you know, I'm going to take a day. Like, why today? I'm going to say. Why, this day? why yeah, not next why, week? Why yeah. not give notice? Why not? Why did they have to die today? Why, why funeral today? Huh? Last minute? Not my problem. I could be like that. Nope. Absolutely. You go ahead. Let me know. I'm sour about it because I'm left with holding the bag of all the shit you guys got to do. But that's, I'm sour for 15 minutes and then I roll off. But, God. Well, let's get to the normal podcast information. Now, we got that, and then we had, what was it, yesterday, my daughter. For those of you who know, I've got a six-year-old daughter, and she loves to jump around. She loves to climb. She loves to fight. She loves to uh, play, and she's pretty hardcore most days. But the fun part is when she hurts herself, I think we had a discussion on our previous podcast. I don't know if that'll be posted. Um how she had a bit of a fit in Oklahoma when she got hurt. So she got hurt very minor, minorly and threw a whole fit and I made a whole deal of it. But the problem being that day, I think she learned like a sense of, what's the word? To be more not outward emotional, outwardly emotional, mm-hmm. to be more inwardly emotional which is crazy for a six-year-old because that day she was screaming, crying when she got tripped by the rope. Last night, she Harry Pottered herself, as uh, Doug said, or her biological father, Doug, said in the text message. I thought it was hilarious. My wife was like, oh, God. You know, it's messed up. That's a funny joke. It's a funny joke. I think my daughter would laugh about it 10 years from now. But she tripped and smacked her forehead dead center of the top of your forehead into the corner of an aquarium tank. So she like tripped and she just goes, doesn't say a word, like grabbing her head and then starts to cry a bit. So we go, we look, uh, my wife picks her up and she stops crying, which is weird. 
I'm like, okay, so what, she bump her head? And they're like, no, it's bad. And my wife looks at me and yeah, it looks pretty bad. So I go to look and then just, you know, squirting blood, which I don't know if Stephanie cleaned up from her house because we were visiting, going swimming. Well, sure enough, she had split it down to the bone. The skull. Crazy. Um, when I was a kid, I never hit my head that hard. It was never your head. Mm-hmm. I got impaled in the hands. I got impaled in the leg. Stabbed my back by some nails. I was always crying. Yeah, my, mine into was small places. foot and I got stabbed here. Yeah. So, well, she punctured her entire forehead. And so I'm like, all right, I think we got to go to the hospital. We'll do some stitches. Be simple. In and out. A couple hours. Well, she doesn't want that. No, no, no. So she stops crying immediately. Starts doing her breathing. Just trying to show you it doesn't hurt that bad. It I don't need hurt. stitches. No, 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 don't no need doctor. Stitches. No doctor. She knows what stitches are because I got stitches. I've sewn myself up. I've, you know, and sure as shit, she calmed down, stopped screaming, stopped crying, and just handled it like a grown-ass man. And I've seen grown men with smaller wounds freak the fuck out. 10 times worse than my six-year-old daughter last night. I am so proud. So proud. Like, that was a a warrior's mentality to take that wound and then go home, let me bandage it. Didn't even flinch at peroxide. Peroxide in the skull. I don't know if there's, like, a a lot of nerves there, but, you know, any... You had very sensitive. Very sensitive, right? And sure as shit, when we cleaned it out, gave her some Motrin, gave her some Tylenol, double-check for concussion... Blood starts coming out because now you have no swelling, so it's not uh, compressing that area. Yeah. Try to put some butterfly clips on it um, or band-aids on it and some liquid, uh, what was it, liquid? Liquid skin? Yeah, liquid skin stitch. Super glue it closed, basically. And uh, so we wake up in the morning, her wrap is off, a little bit of blood dried, still a wet spot. It's still bleeding. More blood squirting out now. And she's sitting there and going, Dad, fix it. Dad, fix it with blood dripping down her face like Carrie. It looked like Carrie from the movie. Uh, I don't even know what the movie is. Carrie, I think. I think it literally just called Carrie. Yeah. But I've never seen a six-year-old with an injury like that that wasn't freaking, screaming, running. Uh, unconscious. Unconscious, you know, like- acting a fool, like freaking the fuck out. So, yeah, I'm, I'm a proud dad today. It was uh, an interesting one. And my son, my, my son was scared for her, more scared for her when we got home, when the blood was being spun around than she was. Uh-huh. And uh, he's been very, he's not very, like, fight anymore. Lately, he's just been very nonchalant, like, do things with her, learn things with her, play things with her. So I think they're getting along real well. Uh, Versus their usual battle royale. You have nieces and nephews, right? I don't have any kids in my life. No? Your cousins? Because everyone, everyone in my family's grown up. Uh, my ex had some kids in her family, but that's, that, that's gone. I don't got to worry about that no more. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone uh, new you're seeing? Uh, none of them have kids. No? No. You see a new people? Ain't nobody got kids. I got my partners. You got uh, multiple? My two partners. Oh, nice. Um... Do you know anything about where they live? It's one of those super cold states. Cold? Cold. Like uh, in the south? The north, it's south. More, more east, okay. eastern time zone. Do you know what the politics like are there? The, the, 
local politics, like uh, stateside. It's a more blue state, but it's not. Nothing like this. No. God. And we talk about Newsom and all his bullshit all the time. I sent or posted a Instagram reel. And I will show that. This is why I was going to ask if you heard anything. Because apparently New Jersey, New York tend to follow California. So I didn't know. I knew there was something about the long distance. But I didn't know if they ever talked to you about uh, the politics there. Because most of us, we never look into other states unless we're doing something there. Or we have a tie to it. Or that they're, person they're brings too, it They're up. too far away for us to really bother in our day. Even if we have people that are out there, you know? Yeah. So I, I definitely posted to this... I thought this was a, a fantastic fucking reel. So basically, we'll play it like this. That bans owner operators from using a provider that gives them loads. So that's basically gonna take all the truck drivers that are owner operators and put them out of business in the state of California consequently drive up your prices at the grocery store and whatever stores you shop at. It's not going to help the consumer at all. And it's going to force truckers to leave California if they want to keep their business and stay in business and go to a state that is not mirroring that. Unfortunately, a lot of states like New Jersey and New York always mirror what California does. So that's what's going to come up and um, I really hope that Supreme Court. Well, it has to get to the Supreme Court now. Yeah. The problem is all this shit, this is just a trickle down issue, right? Or trickle up issue from trucking to stores, stores to people, people back to the state. Mm -hmm. We have to get it here to the. Right now, your gallon of milk in California is like $7, $6.75 for organic. $7. Guess how much it is in Oklahoma? I only say Oklahoma because I know Oklahoma. That's where I'm moving, unfortunately. Just did a viewing on a house today, by the way, and we're going to sign the lease. Um, but Oklahoma. $3. Nope. More or less? Less. Two seventy-five. Nope. A whole gallon. Two thirty. Two twenty-nine. Two twenty-nine for the same milk. 3x in cost. So I don't. What I still can't fathom in my ignorant California life, I don't know why two A's aren't a same sum. You know what I mean? These are premium California cows. They it's are the happier, same, healthier, same more Same crystal. For. Same crystal. Mm, different cows. Different cows. Okay. Different zone. Probably. But my point is, same company owns the cows, right? Mm -hmm. So why why can't it be the same price everywhere? Why can't the government just say, hey? Price fixed, you know, high end, low end. That would et be against capitalism and their ability to charge more people for things in different areas. But certain things like gas, I feel like, do not cost you more to traffic because of all the pipelines. Gas costs way more from the port we to have into pipelines. the pipelines. And you got to load have, into the pipeline. We are close. No, because we're closer it. to the, the you gotta, ports. You got to, here it's cheaper, yeah, yeah, but the rest of the United States, nah. We have the most gas. The highest priced gas in the entire U.S. In the entirety of the U.S. We don't Tell really me. have any oil fields, though. We have the ports, though. It comes to the country in our ports. So if we're starting point, why does the finishing point get cheaper gas? That doesn't make sense to me. 
That's what is fucking insane. If it was trafficked everywhere else before here and we got the bottom of the barrel, last leg of the stop, guys, 25th mile of the marathon, sure, I would say absolutely. But if you tell me we're the starting of the marathon with the most energy, it's the cheapest to let it off now. It'll be, the trucks will be less weighed down. You know, it's cheaper for the gas, better aerodynamics all around. It's cheaper to be here. People pay more money for it here. That's what I understand. Because they'll do it. I feel like we're just being raped because it's like, well, they were dressed slutty. You know, that's that's California. It's kind of not like that at all. But I get that's how you're making. You get my like. We're we're asking for it because we're in California. We must be asking for it, and we're willing because we look like it because we're in California. There is no reason. There's no fucking good reason. Prices are so high. And you know what every house homeowner says? I was talking to Stephanie's husband last night. Well, I got $200,000 equity on this house. I'll never sell it. I'm like, you bought your house for three hundred and fifty grand. It's worth six five fifty now. Sell it. Sell it now. Because everything goes in a cycle. There's always an up and always a down. How long can you stretch the market on an overinflated market? After all the rental and the defaults and all the COVID shit, these prices aren't high because the quality is there and there's no more quantity. There's no more Just um, stock. There's no scarcity. There's plenty of land for sale. There's plenty of homes for sale. Not at prices anyone's paying. That's the problem. So we're going to have a crash. If I go to Walmart and change all the stickers from a dollar item to $5, people start paying the $5 because nothing is a dollar. I get the mentality. Problem is, if you all raise your prices, you're inflating the value of the market. And it has to be an inflation needs a recession. It, it's yin and yang. Nothing stays up forever. Such a lot of heat in here today, so it's really hot. Yeah, and the air's been running all day. I don't know. I think it's... Uh, no, it's just probably because it's hot outside. It's like 104. It's a lot like 103 earlier, yeah. yeah. But my point with this is if we go to, what is it, TikTok? Okay, you can get out of my car and call another Uber, and they'll take you there. Now, right from the get-go, I do not like this passenger. Anyone who gets into my car without acknowledging my existence at all is obviously a total jerk, and the fact that he was yakking loudly on his cell phone made everything that much worse. So I actually need to go to the one across town, downtown, Call another Uber, but this is the address you put in, so this is where I have to let you know. This isn't the one I need to go to, so when I put in the address on Uber, this is the only one that popped up? Uh, yeah, like I said, you're gonna have to call another Uber. I might be your driver, but I have to let you out here. I can't keep driving. If I call another Uber, though, it'll cost quite a bit more money, and I actually have five dollars I can give you right now, and since I'm already in the car, you can just drive me there for five bucks. Uh, I'm not gonna drive you there for five bucks. When I go online, I'm insured. Yeah, but it took me to the wrong address. You put in the wrong address. Yeah, but that wasn't my fault. Whose fault was it? 
Well, if it was Uber's fault, if it was the only address that came up on the on the map, you can call Uber, but I have to let you out. I'm just buff- the buffoonery here. Yeah. So we we deal with customers like this all the time, mm-hmm. where all of a sudden they keep pushing, and then we just refuse service. Yeah. Like uh, you got a call from the guy wanting to do a PlayStation 4, PlayStation 5, uh, HDMI port, and we wouldn't do it for his price. Wouldn't price match. Unfortunately, we don't do that. Our quality is held to a different standard than mm-hmm. people who would do it for a fifth of the price. That's like less than the homie hookup price, and I don't trust it. It's. I want to know how they're doing it that cheap. Because so can, some, I can, can do it for fifth. <laughs> yeah, if we're doing it for 160 bucks, you best believe you're back. I'm telling you. It is worth $160 because I'm going to stand behind that work. But yeah. if you come to me and you want to pay me $25 on top of the cost of the part, which is what this person wanted to do, and then he wanted me to work on it for 45 minutes to an hour because, you know, we'd still make $20, $25, um, then that we're half, worth that. Half year rate. It's half of our base rate. So, like, you're thinking that $25 goes towards something massive, Unfortunately, $25 goes to the $20 the tech makes and $5 for the time in between for the lights. That's it. That's it. So like you're getting a quality that's different because A, we're insured, we break it, we buy it. B, we're trained, we've got years of experience. C, we're going to have a level of care for your device that even if I scratch your PCB, if I nick it, I'm going to fix it. Now, if somebody else, oh, that's not really important. Oh, you know, that 4K, you don't need that. This wireless coil, eh, you don't need that. Okay, your controller modification. Nope, don't need that. Sorry, busted it, broke. Here's your extra parts, guy. That's what your homie's going to do. Yeah. So if I can return it to you with six screws in it and it works, I'll do it for 25 bucks. Absolutely. If I ain't got to put it back together, don't, don't got to give a shit like it's not mine. If I don't have to treat it like my two-year-old, that the love and attention that I put into some of these repairs, I'll do it for 25 bucks. If I do, then you're going to pay me for the time that it took me to learn and hone and give that device that respect. It's the, the classic technician or like software person of you're not paying for the 10 minutes it took to do something. It is the 10,000 hours you spent to knock that down to it. It's, you're not paying for the years. You're pay- you're not paying for the minutes. You're paying for the years. You mm. know, you can do it in thirty minutes, but it took me ten years to learn how to do it in thirty minutes. It's it's different. There's certain things we don't know a lot about, but we charge a minimum for compared to what we could charge. There's too many of those. Can you grab me a couple of waters? Now that I've been drinking water, I'm like, oh shit, I'm yeah, super dehydrated. Maintain that hydration. Yeah. So basically, at this point, after he's re- refused service for all you. I'm going to skip forward because it's a long one. This guy ends up getting in the car. Yeah. The he, very end of the first video, he... He's red, yelling red at jet, Yeah. So then yeah. it's okay. So the guy gets out of the car to pull him out of the car. He locks, locks the doors and says, nope. So I take your keys with you. For some reason, he's stealing your fucking car. What's up? Are you going to steal my car now? No, I just want you to drive me to the right place. I don't want to drive you anywhere. I've stolen my car. No, I didn't drive away with it. What? You can get in if you want. You want to get in? You can drive me to the right place. I don't want to get in with you. You want to ride? I don't want to ride. I want my car back.
What? Get out of my car. No. Yes. No, you can get in if you want. I'm gonna get in. I'm a passenger in the driver's seat. Later, what dude. So, he's stolen this man's, what I'm assuming. all his info. Yeah. Circled the parking lot. Trying to scare him. I'm not really going to steal your car. What? I'm not really going to steal your car. I'll give it back, though. I'll let you in if you drive me to the right place for five bucks. Five bucks and you can't get back in. I'll give you five bucks. Five dollars? Yeah. To drive me to the right place. Well, whatever. Five bucks. Okay, fine. All right. And you'll drive me to the right place? A clever ruse. Hey, no! No! <laughs> That's the best part. It's not just off the road. It's fucking insane. That we've had people that have gotten so. You send me the other ones. Um, so mad that we wouldn't service them that they brought it back in. They, oh no, you're gonna fix this. You're gonna do it. You're gonna do it for this price. It reminds me of this because we're just no fuck no. We don't have to. There's a right to refuse service, and even that has been challenged in California way too much. It's insane the amount of times people can challenge the right to refuse service in California. For anyone listening, the, the right to refuse service means I don't want you here. This is my bubble. It's the entirety of this space. The next step is being removed physically. You know? Yeah. It's, it's stupid. Is baby talk ever acceptable? I'm not sure. So this is a video of um, guys are always like, I would never baby talk with uh, my girlfriend. You know, that's we're all grown ups here. Why would we ever do any of that? So that's some macho man bullshit because every man has baby talked somebody. Yeah, I do it to my Uh, kids and my wife gets really mad. I do it to my wife. She gets really angry. So, like, she doesn't like it. I've had ex-girlfriends that loved it. Mm-hmm. You know, like, some girls just want to be dominated. It's it's a natural thing for some women to like that. There is a, a human nature to it where it's just provide, nurture, provide, nurture, so on and so forth. Some people are very against the whole, like, we can't be animals and be human I'm like, I, I don't get that mentality where it's like... We are animals. That's the whole point. So why not accept that we are animals and we have... If you looked at us like you look at a lion and study us the same way lions breed, act, eat, the genders of lions, the how they treat everything, it's because there are male lions and there are female lions and the way that the males act are different than the way the females act and the way they interact is different. The weird thing I saw online, I was like... Have you ever seen another animal, mammal, anything treat women differently than they do men in any other? They don't, they don't ever make fun. Maybe because, you know, humans are cowards. But, like, you never make fun like you do in high school or uh, junior high where it's like, that's a girl. That's icky. You know, 
girls did that. That's ew. And other animals don't do that. And most races and and uh, breeds of animals are like women are more powerful than males. Yeah. Lions, bears, uh, even fucking ducks. Women are more powerful. Like, they're stronger. And they're more savage. Naked mole rat. Uh, this whatever nail fail the ropes. What does that say? Birds Tell of prey. Room. An octopus, female. Orca. Spotted hyena. The praying mantis. And the dwarf mongoose. So in, in a lot of different cultures, like I said, like we, for some reason, as humans, we tend to put down girls for being girls. You know, because mm. I don't know if it's just comedy or funny or whatever bullshit, but like misogyny. In, in misogyny. I think we're the only, the only animal that does that. Or it's like you'll never see two buffaloes walking by a watering hole and go like, "Oh, that's Suzanne. It's Icky." You know, like that's girl. She's a girl. Ew. You know what I mean? We don't have a deeply complex social structure. I know, but I think our social structure. We we can both agree our social structure is fucked. As humans, it's fucked from the top down. There's nothing good about it. Name one thing good about social structure and human evolution. Not dying of exposure. To what? The elements. That's not due to social structure. That's just evolution. We've learned to evolve. One man could go from using a rock and a stick to creating the wheel. In the period of his lifetime and his curiosity. One man. I could figure out how I could figure out that a wheel or a rounded stone is better for rolling a heavy load of shit with a stick in between by myself in the middle of the woods, amnesia, no idea how to do shit. Absolutely. I could be like, okay, well, if you put two wheels in front of me, I'm going to be like, oh, that's probably for rolling things. Just, we figure it out. You know what I mean? But animals are weird. So why, if we're so alike to many other animals and many other creatures that are on Earth, and then I saw something recently that said that, uh, what was it? That what free will is the reason why we're made by God. Do you believe that? I mean, I don't believe in God. So. Okay, so say if there was... <laughs> the, the guy said, I think it was uh, Ben Shapiro, that free will was... Let me get off track because this damn thing. Ben but, Shapiro says a lot of weird shit. Well, his belief. Yeah, okay. That sounds good. About 75%. Come on. I don't give a shit about your view.
don't think this is it because I don't think this is the one right here. Existence of God. Okay. So his argument for the existence of God. So my favorite argument for God's existence is that I believe in free will. Okay, the reason that I think this is an argument for God's existence is because if you believe that human beings are essentially just balls of meat wandering around aimlessly in the universe, the kind of Spinoza's stone that thinks that it was mo moving of its own accord but actually was thrown, if you believe that and you don't believe in free will, uh, then there's an internal coherence and logic to it. If you believe that you have the ability to make independent choices, that you can actually supersede your own biological, uh, your, your own biological drives and the environment around you to any extent, even to the smallest extent. This means that you believe in something that can't actually be proved by science, but that you are living every single day. And the notion that you have that will, and not only that you have that will, but that that will is capable of comprehending the universe around you, that your will is sort of, your ideas, your ability to comprehend the universe is a reflection of a reality, of an objective truth that is out there, that says to me that there is a God, that there's a common source that stands behind that objective truth and stands behind the mind that can comprehend that truth. What is your favorite argument for God's existence? Something about that really had, something about that really had me spinning in the idea of religion. I think it was two nights ago, I was sitting up, uh, I already made my Instagram reels. And I was like, we cannot determine how it is that we came to think or how we think how our brains work. It's like so under mapped. It's not something a lot of people dive into. You know, you get a lot of these sci-fi movies that do the poking and the prodding to make somebody raise their left arm, do their right. No, you can't do that. It's impossible. Mm -hmm. You could stimulate the muscles, but how the neurons and the, the signals fire from one spot to another, the choice that you can make saying, Hey, my brain is speaking to itself at the same moment. My mouth is moving and I'm thinking of something elsewhere or doing something while still moving my hand, doing all these things that has to be sparked from something above us, above us on the food chain. It can't just be, there has to be a plan to that. It's too perfect. You know what I mean? It's all too random. What do you mean? We're brains powered, meat sacks powered by electricity. None of it makes sense. It, if it, was it planned, makes no like sense. Yeah. Simpler. So I understand his his logic. I'm not very religious myself, as we've spoken about numerous times. But it had me thinking, like, so what if there's God? What if it's some random scientist, and we're just a petri dish, and that's what space is? We're just staring into the void, and it all looks so bright because it's lights in a room, you know, super far away. Space is really dark. There's nothing there. Not even light. <laughs> well, there's light in space. Otherwise, we wouldn't be able Flying to look through, through it. it. But yeah. Not like existing in space. But you can't see anything. You can't even peer through the light that you're looking at. You know, the, the telescope is basically just reflecting light towards a direction. And you're carrying that light when you're looking at it. Right? So you're looking through that light mm -hmm. to see the, the end of your, your reach. So it's just something crazily magnificent about the idea that free will is a, a manufactured thing because it's so vast. So it had me just spiraling down like, well, what if somebody created free will? What if it was an experiment? But if it was created, then is it even free will? That's the idea, and it gets you even deeper. 
really mindful. I wish I was still able to use drugs because this would be the perfect conversation on psilocybin, LSD, something to that nature. It's a, a mind-altering DMT moment, I'm sure of it. But it's one of those things where it was like, oh, let me let me look into this. And then just kind of on a rabbit hole. I don't really like Ben Shapiro very much. I think he's very pompous. He's like one of those guys who's like, yeah, I make a bunch of money by being very controversial. And uh, he makes good points on certain things. You know, he lives in Florida. He likes Ron DeSantis. I like Ron DeSantis. A couple other things. But he just rubs me as a very self-entitled person Mm -hmm. and like very pompous about it, which is unfortunate. What's What's he even from? What did he do before? He was a writer at some uh, political news organization then started his own thing called Daily Mail. And now from his online stuff, he does YouTube, he does Instagram, he does all the social medias. And now he's into movies. Yeah. He's in movies or he's into movies? He pays to produce movies. Shut in. So he he made this movie called Shut in American... Uh, American-made, American-financed movie. And he always says, it's you know, let's watch this trailer. I heard about this movie. I'm wondering when it's going to turn. Here we go. From DJ Caruso. That's such a sad sight to see. So he made this movie. It's supposed to be American made, American, you know, financed, etc. Which really weird that it's a horror movie. When it was starting, I was like, oh no, that's uh not good. Not good at all. Oh, did you see that the Olympian got attacked? Mm-mm. Yeah, Kim Glass attacked by homeless man in downtown LA. Guy walked up and smacked her a bunch of times with a pipe, randomly. So, 
Where's the clip after? Where's that? Orbital bone is all fucked up. There's a, she's an Instagram influencer now. And so she posts a bunch of stuff. She's got millions of followers. And this was brutal. I want to see the clip after the fact. This is like a day after. Here we go. Dude, guy just ran up, popped her. By a fucking bystander. Here's what I don't understand. A bystander. Cops were there, did nothing. There's another thing we're going to look at after this because now that I got a mindset. But a bystander had to tackle the guy. No, Just some random guy tackled him, held him down, tied him up. Cops, I'm assuming in L.A., refused to come out unless somebody was hurt. Didn't sound like they came out right away. And then they finally arrested the guy. In custody now. It was crazy. But the fucking... uh, they did nothing. People did nothing for her. Didn't stop him from hitting her again. Guy was standing there for a while. Like, what the fuck? That's crazy. So it just the uh, California and the problem of California is like police officers. I understand their hands are tied in most situations. I will say that they are better off than Uvalde police. It's not as bad as the, the Rob school shooting guys. Those guys we talked about it when they went in. And we made comments about they had 15 minutes. We would act differently. Even Mm -hmm. you. No firearms training. You've had some firearms with me. No uh, combatives training. No uh, hand-to-hand combat training. You would still do more than the average person to try and help. Have you seen the videos of these shitty, pathetic police officers? Have you seen any of it? Mm -mm. So they leaked because they were going to show the families first the officers' involvements at Rob Elementary because there's cameras in every aisle, in every room, everything, every hallway. Well, they leaked the video first instead of showing the families. So problem is you have an hour of these fucking cops standing around. So you've got your... That's the car crashing? Yep, car crashed. 11-28, March 11th. Kids alive. You running late on time? No, I just got a notification. I'm getting a bunch. So, car crash, 11-28. People coming to see what's going on mm-hmm. with the car crash, and then they're like, oh, fuck. Gunshots, 11-28. 11.30, 11.30, guy walking around. He's coming. 11.31, got a bag. Like, fuck it, I'll go to this school. 
So he's walking around with an AR-15 and all his clips, and he opens the door. All his ammunition, firearms. Run, kid. God damn. They removed the children screaming. Eleven thirty-four, a whole minute and a half. I'm gonna fast forward through some of this. Basically, it took them five minutes to show up. Police turnaround time. Five minutes. Play. They're outside of the door. They don't try the door. They don't touch it. Second doorway up. These fucking cowards. Assume the door is locked. They hear gunshots. They back the fuck up. So from 11.37, we'll say it like this. They had gunfire, screaming. Everyone's dying in there. They're being massacred. There's 10 minutes. 15 minutes. 20 minutes. There's cops for 22 minutes. There's a point... Let me, let me give you some context. In this, I'll probably skip over it. There's a point where two cops fist bump, walking down the hall. They're like, hey, what's up, man? And fist bump. Yeah, how you doing? There's a cop that takes his hat off and like, ooh, it's hot in here. Talking, hanging out. There's a cop that uh, seems to be having a good time with the gun out, just looking like he's doing nothing. There's cops to the corner over here like, oh, I don't know what's going on, but they hear gunfire. They hear children screaming. Nobody. Not one fucking coward touched that door. Not one. I don't understand. I can't fathom. Now, they they tried to arrest or, or stop the cop whose child was involved, supposedly. But as you fast forward more and more, it it's on for almost 45 minutes. They stand there because they don't care. There's nothing about this that says, hey, they care. Look at them checking the door over here to the right to make sure nobody's in it. Then they close it and they're like, okay, everything's fine over here. But they don't check any other rooms. They don't do anything. This is just the hallway where the fucking lazy patrolman had retreated to. You see that hand sanitizer on your right? There's even a moment when the officer in about 30 minutes from here goes up and uses that hand sanitizer in front of these armed cops and just wipes his hands. So they, they go through. There's cops at the entry. They're all just stacked up talking about what's going on. Now, mind you, they're talking about what they're going to do with the school shooting
every, what is it, five, ten minutes they hear gunshots. So they know it's an active school shooter. I think that's that's the cop with the glasses that goes up and watch, washes his fucking hands at some point on the hand sanitizer. Like the hand sanitizer was his priority. So they go down to the door. It has been an hour. A fucking hour. I want to catch this fat fuck grabbing the hand sanitizer. Here you go. Look at this. It wasn't even him. It was the guy who was there the whole fucking time. It's like, yeah, let me fucking sanitize my goddamn hands. Washing his hands of it. Of his responsibility, his his fucking duty, his oath to protect and serve. Let's make sure it's all buttoned up. I saw something about the other guy with the glasses, but he that guy doesn't move at all. Through this entire time, he's on his cell phone now. Nobody tried the door. There was access to a hammer to open the door, an axe to open the door. Sheriff's Department, you know, blah, blah, blah. Hour and ten minutes. Still no breach. There's a lot more people showing up. That hallway is getting a lot tighter. Tell me at any time. Everyone's getting down. They're getting ready to breach. And now we're going. So tell me, in any right mind, why it took them an hour and 20 minutes to open that fucking door. I don't know. I, 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 I don't get it. What would, you, what would you, seeing that video, assume? They're scared. Better than assuming they don't care. 
that nearly brings me to tears. As a man, I can say that yeah. that troubles me. Legitimately troubles me. It's one of those things, man. Um, every time I watch it, it's it's been leaked. And the shitty thing is, it was leaked before the parents could see it. So they got to see the cowardice. They got to see what their tax dollars at work. Every one of those people should be compensated millions of dollars and then given green cards to whatever country they want because they are obviously not treated well here. There's no fucking way that the disservice those cops did to those children, knowing kids were in there. Not one of them, there was 20 kids, not one of those fucks could at least try to open the door. Nobody touched the door. Gunshots didn't even come through the door. The guy's waving his fucking slicked back hair like he's gonna die. There's 20 children dead. 20. Not one has a, a greater sense of uh, of future, of legacy for themselves. Like, when I was in the army, all I wanted when I was a kid was either to be some, like, superhero or to lay down my life for a bigger cause. You know, you're just naive kids. I get that. But if I was a police officer, I would take that. Because I thought, okay, military, cops, military, cops, police. I'll go to navigate to police after the military. That was my plan. That was my 10-year plan. Six, eight years high end on the military, police. Great. But when I see that, I'm like, man, they, they train you in the academy to have some type of pride for what you do. There should have been one one officer that knew that his sidearm could outshoot an AR-15. Somebody could have had the balls to take a look in the, uh, the place. I don't care if every child was dead within five minutes. You had an hour and 20 minutes to figure out what the fuck you were going to do and do it faster. You can't tell me that you, you would say that these atrocities would be done in front of you and you would do nothing. We're from California and we're not bred that way. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I stop when somebody's getting smacked up outside of 7-Eleven. And that puts my life in danger. I could only imagine the shit I would do if I was an officer in Uvalde, Texas. I probably would have been the first through the door. Absolutely. There's no reason why chain of command, somebody couldn't have approved a tactical assault on that that, uh, room. You know what I mean? For the kids. For the kids. This is kind of... Giant acts of terrorism aside, school shootings kind of the worst fucking shit that can happen, you it's, know? It's, I don't know why these m- deranged fucking kids do it. And it's always deranged ass kids that are like, oh, I'm going to make it on the news because Columbine, et cetera, and those people are memorialized they on the dark web. glorified this shit. It's so dumb. All you're doing is taking away more young life with more potential than you. That's all you're doing. You take, take a bunch of, go to an old folks home. You really want to kill a bunch of people? I bet there's a bunch of people. I'm going to say this very not tactfully. I bet there's a like an elderly home where people are on hospice and are dying, literally begging to die, that can't in certain states because they don't have the nightingale. What is that? Uh, 
the Grim Reaper laws. Mm-hmm. And I guarantee you, you could find 10 or 15 people. If you want to get on TV, find everyone, get them to sign it. Be like, all right, Tuesday, November 6th, we're going to come in here. We're just going to take headshot, 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 headshot. You could do all kinds of crazy shit. None of the, it's always emotionally charged, puberty-driven bullshit. Guy shot his grandma. I can't believe I'm even mentioning this again, but the video is so disturbing, and I'm not even mad at him. I'm more mad at the police for not doing what they're supposed to do. And we're constantly mad at the cops here in, in Sacramento. They don't care. They don't give a shit. We, we had two burglaries. Didn't give a shit. Still haven't done anything. Scott Jones needs to be fucking booted out of California. Absolutely. Get a new one in here. Somebody who's got balls. Now we got a new DA you saw, right? Didn't see you got a new DA? Nah. Okay, let me educate you on the politics here. So you got... New San Francisco DA, sorry. Is supposed to handle all the crime in San Francisco. Was sworn in recently. Quite a young woman. Now, we, we tend to follow all the San Francisco policies here in Sacramento. Mm-hmm. Brooke Jenkins. Now, from just to give you a, a side screw, I don't know her political background, but from what she says in this statement, there's a lot she's going to do for San Francisco and then if she does that for San Francisco, that'll trickle down to us. Same thing we were talking about trickling up. Shit rolls uphill, shit rolls downhill. This is one of those things where we had seen a video the other day, and I'll go to that right now. All these guys just doing heroin, fentanyl, pills. They, they're holding foil. All their. This is outside of a fucking bus stop. A bus stop. guy they blurred out the kids thank god so basically he comes off the bus and says hey oh man i have to watch these kids so he holds the door open lets the kids go by like this way and he's recording it while the kids are coming out because on the other side of the camera as you're about to see it is just the side of the road just the side road This is fucking Market Street. It's it's literally just a bunch of people smoking fentanyl. And it's fucking crazy that this is the new normal. You go downtown Sacramento at night, you're guaranteed to be robbed. It's one of those things if you're out and about. It's got a ghost town out there. I remember go- trying to go find shoes in the, your phone mm-hmm. last year, year and a half ago, and it there was nothing out there but homeless people chilling. That was post twenty twenty, and it's worse now because it's just a haven. It's a haven state for homelessness and drug use. There's no like if if I was a drug user in twenty twenty two, I'd get money from the state. I'd get EBT. I'd get everything I need to smoke drugs on the side of the road and with no consequence. Now Brooke Jenkins is trying to say, okay, well we're going to curb the tide. We're going to help out. 
I don't think much is going to be done right away, but I'm hopeful that my kids won't have to grow up thinking, well, when I was, a, I'll put it this way. When I was a kid, Skid Row, we knew Skid Row. I had seen documentaries of Skid Row 12 to 14. I knew Skid Row was the worst place on earth. It was homeless Valley. It was where everyone went. It's like where we put homeless people in California at 14. Nowadays you got six year olds, eight year olds, 10 year olds going out and they're viewing this outside their houses. Even my kids have had homeless people break into our backyard or just walk in the backyard acting like they're owning the place, use our water because we're on the, the road. So they'll come up, they'll use our water, do whatever they want to do, fill up their tanks. We can't stop them. The cops won't come by. It is sad. This is like a haven for problems in San Francisco, Market Street. And there's just a shit ton of kids coming out and they have no decency. They don't care. They don't have no, no care for the children to see that. They're like, fuck it, I'm just going to continue to smoke out of my cut pen and my foil because I got paid today. It's EBT day. It's, it's money day. It's Social Security day. And the government's not double-checking on this. You know what they are doing? They're double-checking on payroll violations from four years ago, three years ago, and a handwritten note from a cocksucker who just wanted to try and blackball us for extra money. That's what they're doing. Take them 16 months to do that. But in that 16 months... That manpower of 16 months of investigative work could have went to fucking cleaning up one city block, two city blocks, five city blocks, 16 months. Just any, any number of anything more constructive. It is crazy. It is downright insane that California is this way now. We used to be the sunshine state, the get it done state. We were the go-getters, the entrepreneurs, the business owners. Everything's high fashion, high money. Um, sure, it cost more to be here, but it wasn't much more. It was, oh, we're paying for the luxury to be protected, to have rights, to do what we want. It really, to me, California is now the bottom. We are the doormat in the United States. We are the kick your shoes off here. That's what we are. I just can't, I don't understand how it got this bad. I'm constantly asking myself, why the fuck is California like this? Because everywhere else I've been in the last two years is better, is more quality, is more wholesome, is more, is safer, is more enjoyable to be around. And most people are just nicer outside of California. Everyone's got a chip on their shoulders because everyone is underwater. It's stupid. So dumb. We're waiting on nine months on a burglary break-in insurance claim. Still haven't paid us the thirty thousand they owe us there. We're waiting on cocksuckers from Florida thinking they can walk over us. You got cocksuckers who used to work for us trying to blackball us for money. You got the government coming at us for some dumb shit. It is a stressful life. I understand why. What's the rate for suicide men? I want to know this right now. For the year 2018, suicide rate was total population 14.2, figure one. Oh, that's yeah, suicide rate in males. Total population suicide rate was 14.2. What is that? Suicide, uh, suicide statistics and facts. Let's check this out. White males, 25.4% per 100,000. Native American, Alaskan natives are 14.6 and black males 12.6. 
There's one suicide death for every estimated 25 suicide attempts. There is 45,979 Americans died by suicide in 2020. Suicide is the 12th leading cause in the U.S. Every day, approximately 125 Americans die of suicide. One suicide death in every U.S. every 11 and a half minutes. 15 to 24-year-old Americans, third leading cause of death. There are approximately a million annual attempts of suicide. It's a 25 to 1 ratio. One attempt every 27 and a half seconds. How many are in California? How many are people, here's by gender, by age, sexual orientation, race, ethnicity, depression statistics. Let's do it by state. Health regions, USA. Here we go. Here we go. So California, Oklahoma, I'll say mine, 25 to 44, because I am 31 currently. Where's California? 25 is going to be 12.4 per 100,000 for 2020. That is fucking asinine. California is 9.3% for 100,000. And then adults that are older, it becomes higher. Huh? Category one, top left, Alaska is 48%. I would say 48% of every 100,000 suicides. Oh, okay. I was like, a 50% suicide rate? No fucking way. It says refers to crude rate, which rates per 100,000 population based on fewer than 20 deaths are considered unreliable by CDC standards. So for every 100,000, 48%. 48 people. For, no, no, 48%. 48 per point two. Pe- you're telling me 50,000 people. Oh, yeah, you're sorry. You're right. I'm trying to rethink that. So, yeah. 48, that is the 48.2 on average for every 100,000 deaths are suicide in that state. That's still nuts. terrible, but that's better than 40. I'm like, it's, there's no nothing fucking is way better. I'm just want the weight of like what California is doing, and they don't even realize it's not just drug use they're driving people to, they're driving people to kill themselves. If I was 23 and I had this much stress on me, if I didn't have a family. I probably, after the military, what I was going through at the time, would have killed myself before getting on drugs. It's crazy because we talk about stress all the time. I'm a very stressed person. I have a lot going on. We're moving to Oklahoma. I got crazy family, crazy in-laws, crazy drama at all times. But I manage it better than most. I can usually just wipe the chip off my shoulder, buckle my pants up, and go the fuck to work. Because as a man, that's my only option. I don't get to not proceed. The problem is a lot of people think that they have another option. There's something else you can do. There's another road you can take. How many roads can you layer on? Like, oh, no, I'm just going to make up this out. Because the world has been told that there's always a third option. Well, you're going to spend so much time creating a third option, you're going to put yourself into the ground. Because it only goes down. There is take the road, 
wipe the shit off, have your day, have your hour, whatever. You're 15 minutes, you procrastinate not to deal with this bullshit drama and walk through it. Because I, I tell myself, I've got three bad things that typically happen at once. And then I'll have a good thing. And then it'll be three bad things and then a good thing. And it usually weighs out yin and yang. Lately, it's been pretty negative, but it's, I feel like I'm, I'm right there on the precipice of doing something that I really want to do that's going to make me happier. And so it's, I know what's on the other side of that. It's, it's less stress. It's less drama. All right, let's Here's move forward. Oklahoma's two bad things and a good thing. Well, we already went there and I got two fucking tickets and then ended up having to sleep on an air mattress. But, you know, that was within the first that's 24 you're hours. Still, you're still California. Once you, once you move there... Maybe oh yeah, but different. I'm not saying Oklahoma's a solve like a be all solve all, but I think that A I'll have more time to do what I want with my family and B it will cost me less so I'll be less stressed to get everything done in a, a manner that I do here. Mm-hmm. I constantly find myself running to complete things when I really could take a step back, go grab a coffee, sit and watch the fucking birds. I don't know something to relax because I definitely don't want to end up with the massive anxiety issues that my father has. And I take after him in more ways than one. And it's, it's unfortunate, but I find myself looking like, Oh shit, I'm going to end up being just like him in every way. And for that, that's where we're ended today. I appreciate everyone viewing, liking, subscribing. If you enjoyed, you know, it's a little long one today, but go ahead and hit that fucking share button. We appreciate it. Every, more people that know about it, the more that can uh, judge us, that'd be great. Get, get your people over here. Put your time cards in. We'll, we'll see if the state can pay you as well. <laughs> All right, everybody. We'll see you later. Enjoy your weekend. Peace. See ya. <laughs>